What up, what up, yo? Sorry, we had to, <laughs> we had to restart. Um, uh, let's see. Let's go. Tooth gems and grills. <laughs> What's up, Joe? What's up, catastrophe? All right, Brandy, I'm about to invite you in. And boom. What up, y'all? It's about time we get this started. Brandy, you got my invite? Hey, hey. Um, while we're waiting, um, just want to let you guys know that I'm working on a TV pilot. This is my first TV pilot. And uh, the, uh, the pilot is actually based on a true story. It's based on your girl, Kelda Music. Uh, basically, um, I'm going to have, uh, I'm going to cast a girl to play me uh, for this pilot and pretty much tell my whole life story. Nope, but mine says requested. Hold on, girl. I'm about to invite you again. Boom. Oh, thank you so much, love. Yeah, so this will be my first TV pilot, and it's just going to be, um, it's a pilot um, a, that's going to explain a, the journey about my career, um, my career in the hip-hop industry, in the entertainment industry, so, um, you know, I really look forward to sharing that with you guys and hopefully the pilot gets picked up uh, <laughs> um, to where we're broadcasting on, um, you know, major or independent network. So, um, Brandy, I'm going to invite you again, sis. I just invited you again. Oh, there you go. Ah, better, better, better. Yes, and I think the connection, I can hear you perfectly well. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, uh, I don't know where everyone else is, but, you know, hey, they'll, I'm sure they'll chime in uh, soon. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, you guys, welcome to Diva Talk Tonight, the podcast show. Got my girl Brandy here. Diamond will be joining us shortly. And we got a special guest. Uh, we got uh, Julia B. Lashes, Lashwear, who will be joining us, also known as Tootie. You know what I'm saying? That's my girl. <laughs> so, um, yeah, might as well. Let's jump into the first topic here. So, I know you've been hearing a lot about this, especially from all the blogs and stuff. But, man, what's up with the baby? With the homophobic comments? And <sighs> oh, I know, I know. Oh, God. I'm like, so I'll say this. So I was online yesterday, and everybody, well, lots of people know Zoe. I am Zoe or Zoe. He was on Wild and Out. He's a big present. He has a big presence on social media. Do you know who that is? You know, I probably do if I saw his face. Yeah. Well, it's like Z O I E, whatever. Y'all know who I'm talking about, but he had a long live addressing it, and it was a, a, a good 
mix up of comments about people who felt both sides of the conversation, meaning there were people that were on board with how offensive it was and thought it was completely in poor taste and, and just completely derogatory. And then there were people that actually were in the room defending his right to his opinion and his comments and, and all of that. Mm -hmm. Um, so I did, you know, I did catch the clip, you know, right after it all happened mm -hmm. and I was just like, what exactly oh. did he say? Because I, I didn't watch the clip. So I don't, I'm don't, not verbatim. So don't quote me, but basically he had just finished performing a song and he was like, shout out to all the people up in here that didn't come in here with AIDS and all these diseases. Um, carrying and stuff also shout out to the people that's not sucking dick in the parking lot and doing all the you know and he said something more related to men doing that to men and then right. he said one other he said something about having aids something about being gay and out there sucking dick on the under and all that kind of stuff and then he said one more thing that i don't remember exactly what it was i have to um yeah. double check but um so i you know, one of the things that I brought, the reason why I brought up Zoe, because he said he made a really good point to the people who were trying to defend the baby. And what he said was, just imagine if it wasn't about, let's say, the LGBTQ community. What if he had said, shout out to all the real strong women out here that's smart enough to leave a man when he putting his hands on you when you ain't a dumb bitch out here getting beat on. Or shout out to all the real women who know how to wear the right outfits so you're not getting raped left and right. And then some of those people might understand the backlash and the hoopla surrounding it, you know. But there is a big debate about censorship, about it being his show. There go our girl Diamond. Diamond. Hey, boo. Hi. You know, so, I, you know, I, I definitely, obviously we're on the podcast, so we are in form of free speech and opinion. But when it comes to hateful speech and it comes to derogatory, I think it was it was just in poor taste. I think if he does say he's entitled to his opinion, absolutely. But you are in here, what was it, the Rolling Loud, Rolling Out Loud concert. You are speaking to the masses and uh, that's the problem. Everybody can feel how they want to feel. And I and it's, it would be my opinion that he was speaking ignorantly and needed to be educated or what have you, all that. But he is still, no matter what I think, entitled to his opinion. It's just the platform that he chose to share said opinion was no good, especially to people that, you know, were out there to support him. Now, I don't listen to his music. I ain't going to need to lie. I hear what's played on the radio and that's it. So I don't know if in a lot of his songs he talks like that. So I would imagine if that's the case, those people probably in his concerts anyway. That doesn't make it okay, but a lot of the argument is like, well, a lot of people are going to hear this. A lot of people are going to be offended and all that kind of stuff. And I'm just like, well, you know, uh, I, I don't think he should have done that. That's that's my opinion. I don't think he should have done that, though. No, that, that was a bad move. Uh, because like you said, we all have our own opinions about everything. But yeah. you have to realize that you are talking to the masses. You're at one of the major concerts. And you have... Uh, people that are, you know, gay and lesbian that are, that support you, that that came and paid their money to watch you to hear their favorite songs, and then you're bashing them. You know what I mean? It's right. Like, oh right. man, like there's, <laughs> in 
Like, from my perspective, I don't think there's anything that could even clean that up. Like, it doesn't matter uh, who your publicist is or, or whatever. Like, you said that. You yeah. said it. It is, it is hard because I don't, I didn't hear his apology. I heard he made one. I didn't hear it. So, I, when I first saw the, the little clip, the first A's part, I ain't gonna even lie. I'm gonna just be fully transparent. I, I wasn't offended by that comment because I didn't take it the way most people took it. And maybe I was being naive, but when he said it, I took it to mean that there's a lot of people that do have unprotected sex knowing that they are carrying diseases and they are not sharing that information with the people that they sleep with. And so again, maybe it was his delivery and call me stupid, I don't care. But when I first saw the clip, my initial thinking in regards not to the rest of what he said, but just until we was talking about AIDS, I was kind of like, well, what people mad for? Because I would like shout out to the people out here who not, you know, sleeping around with people who got AIDS. I feel like if you're not disclosing your situation, if you have a situation, which a lot of people do when you out here smoking at concerts, drinking and doing all kind of stuff, and you know you got venereal diseases and all kind of stuff going on, it's, it's a lot of people that do that. So when I first heard it, that's where my mind went to. I didn't immediately go to, oh, he talked about gay people out here and doing that. And then when he followed up, with his comments, I can see how that connection was made. And I was like, oh, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> what you talking about, baby? Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. Where are you going with this? But my initial thought on the first part of his comments, though, I, I did not think that I personally just didn't take a drug. And maybe that's because I haven't experienced that. I don't have anyone close to me that I know experienced that. And so maybe that's why a lot of people who have understood it differently than I did. Um, but that's just the way I heard it the first time. That's just what i yeah. heard yeah 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 what about you diamond did you uh hear what the baby said on stage at the rolling loud concert oh we can't hear you sorry thank you it's a lot going on so i muted myself um okay so i don't i, I heard everything i watched the whole performance I really don't feel like anything was said that was wrong, but I mean, like Brandy said, everybody got their own opinion on stuff. And um, so, do you remember? Can you tell us? Because we couldn't recall, and I didn't want to misquote that. You know, the end where everybody's hyped up about what did he say? Um, well, all throughout the show, he was getting people hyped and asking people to turn their lights on for certain particular certain little things in between each song before the song whatever in between the song the dj was telling people to turn their lights on for certain things and so there was a particular song i can't really remember which song it was because he performed a whole bunch of songs and had other artists come out but there was a particular song that he wanted to introduce like that and so he kind of like was like hey you know put your lights on your phone if you if you was you know if you've ever been i hope i'm not saying but something like that. we can't hear you. Huh? It's your it's, finger or something might be blocking the microphone. Oh, oh, there you go. It is my finger there. Okay. <laughs> um, but it was something like along the lines of like if you suck dick in the parking lot or something like that, or if you haven't sucked dick in the parking lot with your lights up, something like that. Yeah. And it was like if you if you know that you don't have AIDS, put your lights up. 
it was like stuff like that. So to me, it wasn't derogatory because it's like, you know, I, all day I've been asking y'all to put your lights up for different little things. If you Like mm-hmm. literally, he asked somebody, he asked, he said, women, if you out there and suck some dick, put your lights up. Like he was okay. asking people to do little things with the light. So for you to pinpoint that one little thing, it's kind of like, what? Well, they got, they but got, I mean, got not to mention, like you said, he, he got fans from all walks of life. I feel like there. I don't know if you guys seen the clip where he like re- addressed the whole situation, and he was saying like, you know, what happens at my live show is what happens at my live show. If you weren't there, you can't really speculate based upon a five minute clip, which is definitely true because I just was talking to somebody also about the topic, and they were like, oh, all I saw was the clip. Of course, well, all you saw was the clip. How could you have so much to say? All you saw was the little clip that somebody chose to choose to show you. And my friend was like, well, that was at the beginning of the show. The show had just started, and that's where the clip was. And I was like, uh, no, it was not. I don't know if it The show did not start like that. The show ended. It was like towards the end of the of the show. It wasn't even the exact end of the show. It was somewhere mm-hmm. in the end of the show where he said that. So it was kind of like, no, you like you said, you need to be at my show. You need to be at my show to feel, the, feel how it felt, you know, to see what kind of people was there. And it wasn't like he was bashing anybody. I feel like he was being very educated. And everything that he was doing, like there was moments in the in the crowd where somebody threw a shoe at him, and honestly, that was the bigger topic that came up first was somebody throwing the shoe at him, and then it was about this whole homophobic thing. But somebody threw a shoe at him, and he he didn't even trip. You know, you've seen people trip, like jump out of the crowd and be ready to fight somebody. He was just like, "Who threw my who threw that shoe at me?" You know, and was like, <laughs> "Okay, that's a big ass mosh pit. Okay, y'all having hella fun out there. Okay." Saw somebody who was about to pass out, threw some water for him. You know what I'm saying? Like stuff like that that you don't see, but nobody was talking about it. They want to talk about how he was being homophobic or how he was being bad to the community or whatever. And to me, it's it's always that one or two people who like stir up the whole cycle of some other stuff that make people feel like, like, oh, I can, ooh, that person said it, so I'm going to say it too. And then it becomes this whole community thing, wanting to ban people or what do you call it? Cancel people Cancel. and all this other weird stuff. And it's like, calm down. Calm down. This whole new generation is hella new on like what they are putting out there to the world. And it's sad because a lot of the things they're defining things as, it's not what it's defined as. You go look it up and it's totally something different. But they have put on the world, because there's so many of them young folks out there, they put it out there on the world that this is what certain things are defined as. And it's really not. And it's re- to me, it's really messing up the culture of the world to me. Because I, I, I might I say this is yellow, and you're gonna be like, "No, it's canary." No, that's a whole different color, boo boo. That's a whole. This is canary. You know that there's a whole different color, <laughs> like, and they just want to give like certain things like a meaning that doesn't. I wish I had the example that I was trying to give because it was one that I saw online under. It was a comment that someone had made underneath one of the posts about the baby, and I was like, "Wait, wait! Since when did that mean that?" Like, what? Yeah. okay. <laughs> but that's why I said I was like, I was a little bit confused initially because I didn't get the vibe that circulated. And then I go like, like, after that, like, you said whatever you said. And I did raise an eyebrow, like, what you talking about, baby? But, <laughs> but, but, but I went to it seeing already, you know, people being like, oh, it was all this madness. I'm like, what's going on? And so I went to it. First part, I was like, I didn't, I didn't see the problem. And then that kept talking. I was like, so I could have been somewhat swayed by already what everybody would talk about. But I still feel, I was just like, people have the right to feel offended if that's how you took it. But only he could say 
what he meant. And if he said what you know what you're saying, if he said like y'all didn't see the whole thing, it ain't this. I apologize if y'all got hurt. That wasn't my intent. Blah blah blah. Like if that's what it is, you can only take the man at his word. And if he said that's what I, what I was doing, what I was trying to do, then we, I do feel like we are real quick to cancel people who we think they meant this when they said that or did that, and that's not all. Sometimes things are real blatant. And it is what it is. And sometimes it's kind of like, mm, and we just take it too far around with it because maybe we were individually, like you said, one or two individuals felt some kind of way and then just made it something that maybe it ain't. Right. Yeah. And you guys are right. That's the problem with today's culture, today's younger generation. It's like people get a kick canceling people. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's something to do. It's something to friend about you know what I mean instead of yeah hearing both sides of the story or whatever or if you weren't at the concert then you know what I mean you know what you're speaking on because yeah you just saw a clip now what about for the people that were at the concert was there any um anybody who that anybody who's in the audience that had something to say about that or was it just people watching the clip and then it starts surfacing and then now the baby's um, I haven't seen anything where anyone said specifically that they were there and was offended. Yeah. But I mean, that could be one way that it started. Yeah. You know, yeah. it could have been one person that was offended at the show or quite a few that was offended and then show people the clip and then based upon their offendedness, gave up this whole little spiel. But those people who watched the video weren't at the whole show, so they don't know the whole vibe. So... Yeah, it's going to be real hard moving forward in the entertainment industry, though. If And I'm not saying this for any particular uh, sector of people, but I'm just saying, like, if we start, like you say, just canceling everybody every time somebody, uh, what we go, not to be like, what we going to watch. That sounds so irresponsible, but I don't know what other people if we don't. The better, a good response to shit is start making your own shit. Right. Right. If I'm making a show and I'm talking shit you don't like, instead of trying to cancel my shit, make your own and talk your shit. How about that? Yep. Right. Because if we keep on being like, oh, they said this, get rid of them. Oh, they did that, get rid of them. We're not going to have no music left. <laughs> We're not going to have no art left. Because it's always somebody, no matter what you're doing. And it's not even the hating, but they might genuinely be offended for their own personal reasons. But if that continues to grow, like wildfire, like things tend to do in cancel culture, then we're going to be canceling everything and we ain't going to have a culture to cancel no more. So right. we definitely need to slow our roll a little bit and then just do it this way. I mean, you ain't got to cancel nobody. You personally was offended. You're don't personally offended. Ass no more. <laughs> don't, don't listen to him. Don't dance to him. Don't download his music like everybody did with R. Kelly and then a little time passing. Ooh, well, you know what? I just feel like I'm in the mood for a little R. Kelly. I'm going to just throw it on one time. You know, because you wasn't really that offended in the first place. You just, everybody was talking that shit, so you did too. And then at home, though, you secretly dancing and listening to it. Like, stop. <laughs> yep. Like, let's stop in public <laughs> saying all this stuff and then Half the people probably complain and still gonna be rocking his music. So I'm just like, yeah. Just, if you don't like it, don't support it. You ha and then get on your page, get in your studio, write your song, talk your shit too. I don't want the world to always be at odds with each other, but everybody's gonna have people that like them, and everybody's gonna have people that hate you. Right, part of life has always been that way. It's nice to be mindful of other people, but um, 
And I don't want nobody getting up there shouting out nigger, 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 fuck bitch, nigger. Oh, excuse my language. I hope they don't cut us on uh, Instagram. But I don't want nobody saying all that kind of stuff. But I for sure, if I, it was unexpected, I, I mean, I don't see everybody rallying against Doja Cat and all the bullshit she was doing. You understand what I'm saying? Yep. I was just about to bring that up. Like, how oh, that kind of stuff. They, they were talking about her. And her, too. They talked about her a little bit, and the shit came up, but it was more people kind of different. Oh, she's sick, or oh, she has these issues, and then let her in. She, after even being blasted for the, the stuff she was doing, she was like, I don't give a fuck. It's my page. It's mm-hmm. my life. I'm going to keep doing what I want to do, and I'm going to keep making music, and y'all just go keep buying it, and that's exactly what happened. So, yeah. anyway, I'm like, whatever. I'm over it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, I feel like certain people need to cancel, you know what I mean? But but then certain people like say yes, the baby who wasn't really addressing anyone in particular, you know what I mean? It's like oh, it's yeah. easy to cancel him because he's a black man, you know what I mean? And it's just like okay, we're done with you. But with Doja Cat, like oh no, we'll give you another chance. But, but like you said, she was you know mental or whatever, but. That was more offensive than what the baby the was doing. The baby, because I'm me, and if I was them, maybe it'd be different. But maybe that's just a good place for a conversation to be had instead of jumping on and canceling somebody. Instead of being like, "Oh, they are this," like you said, labeling them as homophobic and labeling. They may have said some things that were taken away, and maybe he did say it, and it was that way. So set up a conversation with the people that were truly offended or whatever. I'm sure he'll end up on the Breakfast Club or something sometime soon, and they'll talk about it. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. you know that's that's go to now to uh <laughs> to try to straighten things out go to the breakfast club <laughs> well y'all i want to get into the next topic you know what i'm saying um simone biles she dropped out of the olympics huh she did she did yeah. i saw i watched the clip of her interview today discussing it for mental health issues um, all of that I did not get to see the commentary of all the people hating on her because of her withdrawal but I think that absolutely positively sucks that they when this woman is out of her mouth clearly stating why she is doing what she's doing we like fuck all that we don't give a fuck about your health get your ass on that balance beam girl get your ass on that mat and do what we need you to do for this gold medal that don't mean shit to the rest of us but to watch on tv I think that's awful. As Americans, that people claim to be so American and all this shit, but we care about a medal and shit that means absolutely nothing to our pockets, nothing to our home, nothing to us. Forget this woman's health. You know, she's telling you, like, look, yeah, y'all still got a team over here. They they still some bad chicks. Like, it ain't it ain't over. I know y'all need me. I thank you. I know y'all want me, thank you, but right. I have, I need me, okay, and so, yeah, that's a trip, I, I wish her well, strength, love, and power, girl, do you, come on back, will you ready, and bigger and better, and do you know, I didn't know that they decreased her scores intentionally to stop the other, the other people from attempting her uh, moves, did y'all read that and hear that? What? Oh, it wow. is a, it was it is officially known that they intentionally scored her lower on some of her I don't know what I'm calling the moves. I don't know what you call them, but right. they scored her low because they're so athletic. 
they're so dangerous and difficult that many uh, gymnasts would probably hurt themselves if they were to attempt to do them. So to discourage other Olympians <laughs> from hurting themselves, <laughs> they intentionally, and I'm like, how is this legal? Well, I guess go black girl magic. <laughs> that intimidating. Making up food. Intimidating to all these people right. because you got what you got. They literally, it, it's a known fact. And I'm like, jaw dropping. You know they take known black girls who dominate white people's sports, period. From tennis, golf, gymnastics, shit, uh, figure skating, you know what I mean? Right. And and I think, well, from some of the blogs I've been reading, it's, you know, actually a lot of um, different kind of people that have been skating on Simone Biles, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. um, oh, there you go, Tootie. We're going to invite you in. But my thing. Yes, for her, like, rest up, baby girl. You know what I mean? Like, if you are not feeling it, it doesn't matter how long you've been doing this and practicing just to get to this point. You're not feeling it. You're not feeling it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, right. It's just like it, calling in sick from work or whatever. Hey, I'm not feeling good. <laughs> you know what I mean? W what are you going to say? Oh, well, can you still come in, um, take your medication? No, I'm just not feeling this. Yeah. All right. So, I mean... Let me, Tootie, let me get you in here, sweetheart. Uh, there we go. Sent you a request, love. So, um, but people need to take that seriously. Mental health is, is very serious. I mean, look at uh, Naomi Osaka, right? Same thing. She doesn't want to talk to the press anymore because it's just, you know, dealing with, you know, I said that Michael Phelps even came out and spoke out in support of her because he was a big thing back in the day about, you know, wanting to commit suicide when he was going in his Olympic run, I think in 2016, and just the pressures that he was under. And he, they said that he had spoken to a lot of other um, Olympians at the time, and they all agreed, like just the pressure that they put on themselves, the pressure that you have from the country on you to perform well, your coaches, people that's depending on you and all that kind of stuff. It just really becomes a lot on top of your outside life, whatever's going on in your relationships and stuff. And he was like, you know, for him, it had been so bad that like he said, he wanted to commit suicide and you mm -hmm. got to take a step back. It's hard sometimes, but you, you, you have to take care of you first. Sometimes being uh, selfish is a little necessary when it's about your health. Right. Right. We're always, I don't know about everybody, but giving and trying to be in support of others. And there's nothing wrong with that. But when you start feeling depleted, you can't function properly and normally, whatever that means to you, then yeah, you, you have to call off from work, whatever work is, you know? Yeah, that's so true. And, you know, so many people are disappointed in her. And then you have a lot of like us who are supportive of her because we all know what it's like to deal with mental issues. You know what I mean? Um, as a matter of fact, I was on a, a podcast recently. Uh, I think it was Crooner's podcast and uh, the whole discussion. No, it was Crispy Soul podcast. And we were discussing about mental illness. And, you know, it's just something that people, you can't, you can't just overlook this. It needs to be addressed. And who, you know, for, for Simone, she felt like the whole world was on Everyone depended on her. And yeah. that could mess you up up here. You know what I mean? Because it's like, damn, if I 
make a mistake, if I don't hit this flip correctly or whatever, America's going to be angry at me. They're going to hate me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I just, I wish her all the best. And, and like you said, I hope she'll be back next time. Yeah, when she's ready. Yeah, when she's ready. When she's yeah. ready. Do you think she'll be ready, though? Or was this like, or was this it? I think, I think it depends on what she finds after she's done going through whatever process she needs to go through um, to find her healing. If she's not done healing by the time it's time to, to train again and get back in, in, then she needs to do whatever she needs to do and take her time. She might realize, you know what, I don't even want to do this anymore. And that's totally fine. Right. And I noticed on her page, like, she's totally in love with her dude. I mean, shoot, go ahead and start a family or something. You know what I mean? She yeah. put in the work. She she made America look good during the last fix. I think now. Yeah. Uh, what up, Sudi? I'm trying to invite you in. Sudi, I'm trying to. I keep, I keep sending you the invite, sis. Yeah, it is weird sometimes. When you sent mine, it was like, what, not coming for her. Yeah, it's it's Instagram, you know. It's just uh, to uh, another request, or maybe maybe you should request to be in the video, and I can add you in. And she's like, "I need to get in. We want you in on this." <laughs> it says you're join. Oh, you know what? Maybe um. Is it because uh, does she need to upgrade the phone or something like that? Upgrade the app? Probably. Yeah, Ooh, that could be it. Or she yeah. should probably switch it to her business page. Her business oh. page is probably automatically upgraded. Yeah. Tootie, can you switch to your other page? <laughs> I cannot let you join. But um, but so it is uh, is Simone? She's still out there though, right? Like supporting all her teammates. I don't know. I can't even speak to that. I only mm -hmm. saw just you know all, everybody asking her all the questions. Her you know just explaining and stuff. But I had I'm not gonna even lie. I haven't even been watching the Olympics. I only know what happened because I've been just hearing different things, just being online. And then my cousin uh, made a post about it and it was pretty interesting. I said, you do some more research about what's happened before I weigh in with some random ass opinion. <laughs> so I, you know, people do that. They just be like, what? So I was like, let me go and, and see what's really happening. And I did a little digging and read a couple of little short articles, skimmed them, and then watched the video. Oh. Hello. Hi, ladies. Hi. Hey, what's going on? Hey, Diane. Hey, y'all. Welcome, my girl. Hey, lady. Now, the Olympic mental health. What's your take on that? Um, you know what? I think it's okay to say no. You know what I'm saying? At you know, at whatever given time that you we there was a situation going on too. I don't know if you guys are talking about that situation with the with that other man. There was an actual situation going on too, but 
when you just tired, you just tired. And if you don't want to do it, you don't want to do it in a way that's the propaganda is set up and, and media and all of that. She probably just didn't want to deal with it. That's what I feel like, honestly. She probably just didn't want to fit, do, deal with it. And it was like too much. Um, if you want to go in my room, though, and look at my wall, I got a couple of these gold things. So I don't really necessarily need to play with y'all right now. You feel what I'm saying? Like, maybe I thought I did, but second guessing, I, I don't. And I think that it's honestly okay to say no. If you don't want to yeah. play, you don't have play like it's an option to play it's not you know you don't have to play if you don't want to so if you don't want to play then baby you don't gotta play yep and yeah i mean like what you know like you guys are saying mental health is 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 a big is a big issue right now but honestly based on um from what i think i know in that situation that's going on with her feeling uncomfortable with that man around Mm -hmm. then i think that has a lot to do with it too you know what i'm saying not just mental health it's just with that man you know what I'm saying, present, and she had already brought that information about him being whatever that he was, the Me Too movement, all of that, then she was just like, I don't, you know, okay. nobody did nothing about it, he's still here, so, I don't want to since at least since we choosing, then let's choose, right. you know what I mean? What's the story on that? I, I didn't hear about that. Some, what was it? I heard, I heard something about like a coach's assistant or something like that was being, um, you know, trying to be sexual with her or had se- sexual relations with her or tried to whatever. Something about a sexual relation. Yeah, they and then, was, um, I, well, the last I heard, he had been arrested. So I don't know if it's the same person or not. But her team coach, her and right. other young women were sexually abused right. for a number of years, you know, which right. is not uncommon, unfortunately, in this right, sport. right, and and I guess it's just I don't I don't a lot of people were referencing that, so I don't know if she said that directly, but she just said no. I, I don't think she said that directly. Yeah. No, I don't think so. I don't. I, I feel like Simone is a really private person, and whatever yeah. is going on with her is whatever is going on with her. But I think. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, but you said he that he got arrested, but I heard that he was still there. He was still a part of the team. Okay. I don't. I don't. I don't know either. I haven't been watching the Olympics, honestly. So I don't okay. Know. I just the clip that I watched would, my, at the oldest, it might have been three days ago. I don't know. But okay. I the view and they were discussing the topic and one uh-huh. of the ladies is that she's the one who said he was arrested but i don't know if he's oh, been okay. out or what the update is right right i mean that could be a lot of it too just like i said media you know what i'm saying and how journalists or whatever they'll get off the topic real quick you know Absolutely. what i'm saying she probably just didn't want none of that heat she didn't want none of that smoke mm-hmm. it is what it is like you know and I don't have to play if I don't want Olympics to. Do her thing. She want to be questioned about all of that and all of this. Like, right. do my job. But, I love but, can't, but, but can't you do my move? Can you do my move? <laughs> oh, we can't, oh, can you do the other one? Oh, okay. Because I got moves, baby. I don't have to play with y'all. I got exactly. moves. Right. I don't have to play with y'all. Since y'all want to play, I don't want to play. So that's cool. And I'm fine with that. I'm fine. I, I commend, baby. I love Simone. Like, Sit down if you want to, baby. You can retire if you want to to me because I know your wall is full of gold things. You feel what I'm saying? It's not like you ain't never been here, done that before. You have been here, done that before. You got moves behind you, baby. You got moves with your names on it. Like, you're creating things in the sport. So, you do what you want to do, goddess. Like, if you don't want to play, then don't play. You feel me? Like, do what you want to do. Right, deal with the headache or none of that. The pressure. Uh-uh. You don't have to. 
Nope. You don't have to if you don't want to. Mm. You don't have to if you don't want to. All right, y'all. So all right. Y'all talk, um, I was doing hair, my bad, because I be working so much all the time. I don't know how to just, you know. Look, we know that story. <laughs> yes. I'll be doing my thing. So I don't know if y'all talked about the baby. Did y'all talk about the baby already? We did, but you, uh, you oh, okay. address it. Uh, yeah, we well, What was y'all saying? Well, how y'all think about it? What y'all think about it? Well, so culture is running rampant. The people that are offended, I personally said, it's better to start having a conversation with people that you feel are misinformed than just running straight to canceling. When I first heard the situation when he was talking about AIDS, I personally didn't take offense to it because that's not how I heard it. I didn't hear him saying that y'all out here gay, I mean, or have AIDS. I heard it is like if you out here and you know you got something, don't be sleeping around with people out here like that. That's how I heard that. Then the follow-up commentary he made, I said, I don't really get all that. I, I was just like, what you, what you talking about? I don't know what's happening right now. So, they were like, we were talking about sucking dick in the parking lot and suspect people and stuff. And I was like, where is this coming I And Diamond mentioned, she'll talk more to this, but she was like, if you didn't see the whole thing, you know, they be taking little clips out of context when you don't know how to Mm -hmm. going. So I was like, mm -hmm. I didn't see nothing else but the clip that's circulating and you mm -hmm. know, kind of pushing everybody towards mm -hmm. leaning one side. But that's that's pretty much what I said. Okay. 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 I feel it. I, I agree with what you said. I mean, like, Kelly, you know, because we're entertainers. So, like, when you're on stage, like, you kind of say whatever you kind of like. In that moment, you're kind of like, kind of not thinking. You're kind of freestyling. And you're engaging with your, your audience. Like, you feel comfortable enough to say whatever you want to say because you're engaging with your audience. And you feel like your audience or your fans, they know you. It is what it is. They know your personality. And if they don't, they're going to get it right now. Like, you feel what I'm saying? <laughs> So like you say things, you say things to engage, you say things to engage with your audience, you say things to, you know, uh, pass over time or whatever. So like, I, like you said, like, I don't, I feel like he wasn't, he was just talking to be talking. He wasn't saying anything to harm anybody. He wasn't saying anything to offend anybody. Um, I mean, as a gay person, like these label things, people take it like way, way too far. It's like, it's just like way too hardcore with it, with the labels or whatever. They're allowing themselves to be defined by these pronouns and these labels and all this other stuff or whatever. But like you said, I, I mean, like I didn't take offense. It's not, I don't have AIDS or nothing like that, but like, I didn't feel like he said it in an offensive way you know what I'm saying like he wasn't he didn't have an attitude about it or whatever he was just kind of saying to be saying and kind of saying it just like he was saying and like don't be running around here just doing whatever you think you need to be doing because it's not right don't be running around here spreading diseases because we not we don't need to be spreading diseases and then again like I said like as far as sexuality is concerned if we're if we're basing everything and we're going towards what is being projected on this then it is what it is and just because you project things onto people doesn't mean that they necessarily have to accept them things you feel what I'm saying like and so people feel like because they feel like whatever they feel like to project it on the world is okay but a, a lot of people are still not accepting of whatever they're not accepting to and just like you know what I'm saying you can't just be doing stuff like that and so like it's still the same thing with freedom of speech like if you have something to say you got something to say if if if, if i can look at you and you doing whatever you want to do then you should be able to listen to me and i say whatever i want to say and should nobody have no nothing to say about nothing about nothing we should all just be accepting what we should be accepted period yeah yeah and and like you guys said they're just so quick to cancel them and like i said it's easy because it's easy 
black man. He's a rapper. You know what I mean? So it's just like, oh, you know, the hell with that nigga. Them canceling concerts, canceling on his on his fashion or whatever. His gay fans are still going to. They're still supporting him right now. His gay fans are still on his side as far as whatever they, the, the the media is projecting him as being right now, which is ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. And you know what? I, it's ridiculous. I agree with what you're saying too. Like as entertainers, when you're doing a concert or whatever, and your fans are watching you, it's like you want to cater to your fans, right? You could go to any show. Like um, you go to uh, you go to uh, like an Eminem show, and he might just be like, he might say something. You know what I mean? Right. Line, right. His fans and people know what they're getting into when they go. Right. Right, you know I mean? right. Um, or yeah. even back in the day, whatever Michael Jackson grabbing his crotch, he feels comfortable doing right. it. Right, like right. Or art, right. Or some shit on stage. You know what I mean? Right, right. Come here to see. So when right. people now, for me personally, I probably wouldn't have said anything like that just because the media blows things out of proportion. But uh, but you got a slick mouth, sis. Like I've been, in sh you know what I'm saying? Like we. I'm seeing when you got a slick mouth, you just kind of got a slick mouth, and if that's the kind of person you are, that's the kind of person you are. That doesn't necessarily mean you mean somebody harm. You feel what I'm saying? Like we've been in, you know what I'm saying? The conversation, and you like you just got a slick mouth. You just got a slick mouth. He was just, I just felt like he was just passing time, just saying whatever he needed to say and set up for his the next the next song or whatever. Because you know you have that time in between. He was just talking to be talking, like right. Yeah. I just think it is crazy how now we have, you know what I'm saying, this social media thing, and people take this, take everything that you say out of context. Like, and the way he apologized and how he apologized, how many times a man got to say sorry, and how many ways he had to say sorry, and how many, you know what I'm saying, ways that he had to try to explain himself that he wasn't trying to be offensive. And he wasn't. You could tell in his demeanor, he wasn't trying to be offensive. He was just talking to be talking. So, like, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. 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 It's, like it's crazy. We all have to be careful about what we say, what we do, because right. put the right talk. Like, damn. Right. Which oh, makes no sense because it's taking it's taking the joy out of freedom of speech. Yeah. It's taking the joy out of it. Like Yeah, yeah. As a rapper, you can't even say what you want to say no more. And Not on a live mic, but you can say that in a song. Because he could have said that in a song and it would have been perceived as something way different. Everybody would have been repeating the song, doing this, repeating the song. And in the, the parking lot, something did, we did, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. you're right. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> and it's funny, that's why artists have managers and PR people to tell them what to do and what not to do. Well, I guess. That's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> That is crazy. That is crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. All right, y'all. So I want to move into the next topic here. Um, so uh, Wiz Khalifa uh, tweeted mm -hmm. that he wears bonnets now to protect his locks when he goes to sleep. And he gave a shout out to my brother know your girl got satin bonnets. Wiz, right now. You need one? Holla at your girl. You see that? It's Julia B. Laugh. That's how we get down. Yeah, I'm a believer in that. I do hair. I do natural hair. I don't care what you wrap your hair with. It could be a bonnet. It could be a t-shirt. It could be some drawers. I don't care what you wrap your hair with. Wrap it up. But I want you to wrap it up. Okay? Wrap it up. 
wrap it up. And a lot of people with locks, natural hair, don't you know? That cotton sets that cotton sets a lot of your oils and your hair up. You be dry, looking crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like that part. So it's good to actually wrap your hair and keep your hair wrapped, especially when you sleep at night. It keeps your hair fresh, keeps your moisture in your hair. You know what I'm saying? It's good for you. It's not a feminine thing. It's um, it's a hair care thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, totally. And you know, it's crazy. Uh, Monique uh, made a statement not too long ago saying that uh, black women should not be bonnets in public and that it looks kind of like raggedy and tacky, something like that. What, what, what do you guys think about that? I think that she just can't wear bonnets in public because she looks <laughs> old and <laughs> <laughs> I love on from the park. I think bonus is better than draws. I think bonus is better than draws. And I think, you know what I'm saying, especially as black women, we we care for our hair and we keep our hair wrapped until it's time to do whatever we need to do. And so I guess, you know what I'm saying, half of me is like half of me is like scarf it because of bonnet, you know what I'm saying? Like it's protective overnight or whatever. So half of me is like at least scarf it. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to wearing a bonnet in public, but if that's all you got and that's what you're doing to keep your hair fresh, then do what you got to do to keep your hair fresh. Yeah. That's, that's what it is. We're not going to be laying around on the plane. We're not going to be laying around on the couch with my hair free. No, I'm going to have my hair wrapped. I'm going to keep it fresh because that's what happens. Do you consider it uh, being lazy? when we do go out in public with bonnets on and stuff? Because that's pretty much... No, I don't consider it lazy. But if your hair is done, your hair is done. Like, you know what I'm saying? But like I said, if you're doing something, if you're not, you know, I guess you're going to the grocery store. I, for me, for me, maybe just because a scarf, you actually look like a something with a scarf as a, just a bonnet, like on your head. It just looks like a shower cap or a bonnet. It just looks like something with a scarf. So, but that's just me, my own personal insight. Like, I don't mind either or, but I would think myself, I probably wouldn't go out with my bonnet. I probably would wrap my hair with a scarf to make it kind of look like something. But that's just me. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's different. So if you don't feel like scarfing your hair. It's... They was complaining when before bonnets were really as large as they are now, they were still complaining when we was in the store. About stars. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, so it's like, like, you can't win for losing. It don't really matter. You can't win for losing. Right. Why like you got to keep your hair fresh. Monique, she was talking about the girls. They were in the airport and somebody said it was like six right. in the morning. It was like six o'clock in the morning. It's, that's still right. sleeping hours for a lot of people. That's still sleeping hours. Depending on where they go and they might have been on a long flight. Period. Period. That's what I'm saying. We're not getting ready to mess with my hair. I'm not doing that. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like it's first of all, mind your business, right? Right. But second, (laughs) we don't know the circumstances of the situation where people want to be putting people on blast online, talking shit about how you look. I get as black people, we don't want to add to the drama that we already have but it's like at the same time it's like you don't know what we going through on our struggle unless somebody not black start wearing bonnets and calling it something else don't do it uh, don't, do that. don't do that don't do that don't do that don't do that i don't want to have to get that nobody's kim kardashian about calling my bonnet something that they ain't right now yeah I'm, see that, but this is gonna be okay yeah. that they did yeah. with pajamas yeah 
when we right. were walking around in our pajamas and they was talking about the same thing like you're doing your bonnets. Then it started yes. coming up in a magazine and they were yes. calling pajamas loungewear yes. is the new yes. everyday look. It's right. like circulating through the fashion right. magazines as it being okay as more others started walking around in their pajamas. And they, they were pajamas, they were loungewear. Right, right, right. Okay. So at right. the end of the day, it's like, and we get on our own people. Oh, we out here looking raggedy, but then as soon as it's acceptable, then it's just forget about it. It's okay now. But so that's why I'm like, do what other people do your hair care, right? This right. is what this is about. If, if right. you really like running around in a bonnet because your hair is not done and you just need to care of yourself, yes, please go get your hair done, get a brush, right? Stylist, do what you need to do. Come on, sis. Need to be presentable. But if I'm a, a busy mom, or maybe I'm not a mom, maybe I'm just a busy business person. I got a lot of stuff going on and I need to make a run to the store for some milk real quick. I'm not about to do uh, this extra when the store is two shakes away from my door. I'm a hot Do what I need to do. I'm minding my business and I'm on my Period. way. Now, if you care that much to pull out your phone and follow me around to feel how you feel. Somebody said, and it was a meme, it was just like, what other people think about you is not your business, right? Not until it's right. in your pockets or your right. ability right. to live. Right. So it starts intruding on what you got going on, then it matters. Then you can speak on it. But at the end of the day, like we said earlier, somebody always going to have something to say about, well, you you too pretty to be dressed down like that. Or you too pretty to look like that. You not pretty enough. You need to do this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, this mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Why mm -hmm. your eyebrows so thick? Why they so dark? Right. You ain't got no lipstick. Right. 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 You don't know what I'm going through right. today. Right. I'm just busy. Or I could be having yeah. going through the midst of a horrible depression and now you got me on social media with everybody talking even more shit about me. And they don't even know my circumstances. My husband could have just died. Okay. Right. My yeah. daddy could have right. just died. It's just a lot. Right. It's, it's just a lot. Business, people. <laughs> right. It's a lot. Are you going into like a like Gas station or whatever, early morning liquor store, and I be seeing motherfuckers roll up in there with robes and um houses because <laughs> it's like okay, I'm going up to get some, you know what I mean? But yeah, but they want to criticize us for wearing bonnets in public. But watch, you'll start seeing more other people wearing bonnets, and now it's totally cool. Now it's funny as hell. Kardashian is wearing bonnets. Oh, you already know how. That's what I'm saying. That's what she was saying. Like, as soon as somebody else does it, yeah. then, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Then it's of the norm. Like, yeah, yeah. What about guys? That's a story. Guys agree with story of our life. What'd you say? Do you agree with men wearing bonnets? Like, is it cool for guys to wear bonnets? I don't care. <laughs> It'll be, I can lie. If somebody outside, man or woman, looking crazy to me, I'm going to laugh. I'm not about to okay. care. I don't care, though. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to start rampaging about what somebody else is doing. If I see a dude right. outside, because we don't typically see men with bonnets, it's going to stand out. It just is. I would think it's funny, but it'd be like, oh, if I see, you know, I can tell he got like, I'm like, oh, he got a smart. He ain't about to let that mess up his hair. And I'm going to be like, mm -hmm. okay. And then keep it moving. Wait, so wait. I mean, I've seen a lot of guys. I've seen a lot of guys with lock bonnets. You know, they okay. have those lock I've bonnets. Seen, like, I've never yeah. I've seen them wrapped up and stuff with scarfage. Where rats or scarves yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah, so me to me it's like the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know if a bonnet just holds its own weight or whatever. Like to me it's just a 
a t- another pr- protective yeah protective yeah. thing that you put over your hair you feel what i'm saying yeah. that's just it just looks like a shower cap made out of satin you know what i'm saying like yeah. as opposed to you like you know what i'm saying scarfing your hair or whatever so like i mean i'm i'm biased about it it doesn't matter i don't care i just I do hair, so I don't want you to protect your hair. I want you to protect my work right now. I don't want you, not that I don't want to keep seeing you, but I don't kind of want to keep seeing you like that. You know what I'm saying? I want you to take care of your stuff yeah. so I don't have to kind of like yeah. keep seeing you like that. You know what I mean? Like, at least make your hairstyle last for what it's worth. You feel what I'm saying? Because otherwise, you're going to be coming to me and give me all your money, and I'm going to take it. Take <laughs> it. I'm going to take it. I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna talk about you every time too. I told you to. I told you to put them draws on your head. I told you to wrap your head. <laughs> no excuses. No excuses. You got every. You got t-shirts. You got a toe up t-shirt. T- tear your t-shirt. Wrap your t-shirt. Draws. Anything. Make it work. Make it work. Make it work. Make it. Make it work. So I think Wiz is actually smart as far as you know hair care is concerned. I'm sure he gets his hair done often. And um, you know that's gonna that's gonna help him his hair last longer and keep the moisture in his hair and everything. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna yeah. see a difference between him not actually wearing a bonnet and him actually wearing a bonnet. He's gonna be able to see that difference. Yeah, a hairstyle. <laughs> yeah, locks is a little different too. Locks are, you know, what I'm saying you have to kind of really extra kind of care for locks. They're dry. You have to you have to moisturize them more, so it makes sense to tie them down, you know, so you can keep moisture in your hair or whatever. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. And y'all the hair care experts here, all three of y'all. <laughs> okay. Oh. Let's sew up, honey. Shit. Alright, so I want to get into my next topic here, y'all. Um, so, I was reading, uh, Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher said they only wash parts of their body when they take a shower, just the genital area and I mean, don't get me wrong. That is the most important part to wash on your body. But don't you still collect dirt from head to toe on your body? I don't understand why people are the way. (laughs) I read the article. I didn't listen to the podcast, but I read the article. That's all I got to say about that. They do hear stuff. And I don't understand. They only take showers, meaning fully wash themselves every blue moon. And they have this rule of if you see the dirt, it's when you clean it. And didn't she say she only she washed her baby with only soap? She didn't want to use a washcloth or something? Didn't she say that too? <laughs> no, she said never heard of a washcloth before. And that shocked the hell out of me. Because the soap, something with the natural body, oil, which is true. True. That's true. But you need soap. To clean off the germs. <laughs> Maybe you should go buy natural soap. There's a thing. That is a thing. There's natural soap. Yeah. There's natural soap. I don't, I mean, I guess, I mean, I mean, if you I think, think kind of all parts, I think kind of all parts are important, especially like over time. So if you just taking a shower and you don't ever like wash your ears or if you don't ever like <laughs> Get your neck. wash under your boobs, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. yeah, or the back of your knees or the bottom of your feet, In between then your eventually toes. over time, those things will gain a little dirt and we're going to see a little buildup over time. That's, you know what I mean? But 
I don't know. Maybe they don't believe that they grow dirt in those places and then it's not dirty. I don't know. Oh, God. Yeah. That's just so disgusting because also, too, considering COVID is going around and, you know what I mean? There are there around a lot. I see a lot of crusty feet. I'm telling you, people don't be taking care of their feet. I don't know if everybody don't be washing their feet, but. Oh, we've seen a lot of crustacean going on. I work in a grocery store. I see people in the morning. I see people at night. I see people in robes. I see people in their in they business clothes. I see people when they just chilling at home. I see it all, okay? I see it when you take your little shoes off and you come to the store. Yes, crustacean. <laughs> oh, Lord. I see it when you take your hair off. Yeah, you, yeah. Yeah, I see, I, see it all. I see it all. I see it all. Most people don't care. You know, it's just a grocery store, but most people don't really care. They don't really. Yeah. There's a certain yeah. amount of people who really care about their hygiene, for real. <laughs> I promise you that. And I'm so glad the CDC said to wash your hands because, like I said, I work in the grocery store. People have been nasty. Yep. And they're still nasty. Yep. People have been nasty before the CDC said, wash your hands. I was so happy. You guys don't even understand. I was so happy when people, the CDC said, people wash your hands. They said it so much, people start acting like they was washing their hands on a regular. Wow. <laughs> you you want to come wipe down my register and stuff. You, but you wasn't doing that, though, with your nasty self. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. Oh, my God. What's some of the nastiest thing working in the grocery store? Like, you know, with people not. I've seen, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen people pick their nose and then you know take the car, the groceries out the cart. I've seen. I mean, people don't really like. I said it's only a certain amount of people who really care about their hygiene. I've smelled a lot of people. <laughs> you said I smelled a lot of people. <laughs> People aren't very, you know, you just go, I'm going to the store right quick. Like, you know, that kind of thing. Like, you come home from the gym, I'm going to the store right quick. Or you just wake up in the morning, I'm going to the store right quick. That kind of thing. Like, you know, you you, you need to take a bath. Right, right. Before you come to the store right quick. <laughs> Watch your ass. Watch your ass. A little bit. Just a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I know some people that, uh, like how you guys were saying before, I know some people that don't use soap at all. They said uh, the, the body um, is supposed to just have water, just natural water and no soap, no chemicals. And you're not supposed to melt down that chemicals. Mm. Well, mean, definitely not chemicals. Well, <laughs> certain kinds of soaps, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but all I have to say, y'all, wa wash your ass. I mean, just the don't way. Thing. Not even your hands the soap, but it's the towel thing. Yeah. It, I feel like you need a towel. Yeah, the towel thing was weird. Yeah, like that was kind of weird. I mean, yeah. even the loofah is not even that good. But I mean, if you got to use it, use it. But a towel, you need a towel. You got to be able to. You need something to help it, huh? You know, scrub. Yeah. 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 I mean, because I just don't see this helping. <laughs> right, right, right. Right. Especially if you're not using right. soap. <laughs> right. Over time, over time, it builds up. I'm just saying. I, I think it. I think over time, it's somewhere, some somehow. <laughs> That's like growing to. Right. Fresh. We're adults. Just, yeah, we're adults. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> People do it though. People do it. People do it. I mean, baby soda, it. I guess. 
peroxide okay. but i mean I'm, you shouldn't that's nothing though but that's something though <laughs> you know what i mean it's not just water standing there in the shower letting the water clean you <laughs> <laughs> I, no so, way has anybody ever tried that <laughs> Try what? <laughs> if you guys tried that online, I want you guys to comment below. If you ever just tried getting in the shower with no soap, no towel, and if you got clean. Because I know when you came out that shower, you rubbed yourself with that clean towel to dry off. It was some little dirt. <laughs> they probably don't do that. And I'm, I'm sure that told you to get back in the shower. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, no. So right. I don't know about those people. We're going to pray for those people. I'm afraid they don't get a bacteria, you know, salmonella in between their booty cheeks and none of that. <laughs> Not salmonella. <laughs> We're going to pray. We're going to pray. Oh, that's mercy. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, um, Tootie, while we have you here, too, we want to talk uh, a little bit more about your which going on what you do um i know you got the the eyelash wear going to be eyelash wear is that the correct lash wear yes yes can you show some little lashes sweetheart yeah i got you i got you i got you Ooh. Ooh, I got that, that picture and that's that girl. that's her on the cover those things those things those things are the soul of makeup. Let's talk about that. So, so let's talk about this book. Ooh, wow. Let's talk about this book. Let's talk about the cover. Oh, my God. I wow. love it. Let's do that. How about we do that? You got a glue pen and you got tweezers. Nice. That's smart. Variety. We want variety. We like variety. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> a little variety. I got that. Um, I just I added my I added books to my uh, my products and I added I have bonnets. Now these are the cotton ones and they're all African printed. And then I have black satin ones with my logo on it. Ooh. Are the cotton ones satin lined or are they cotton all the way through? They're satin lined. Mm -hmm. So I'm just adding stuff, you know. I'm trying to expand my my product. I just you know. I've always been a makeup artist, and I just decided to add a product to my service so that I have something to hold on to besides just the service itself. And um, it's growing. It's, I love it. People love them. People, I got a lot of, you know, people who love it. And um, I had a, a, a dope little setup, but like I said, I was doing here, and a uh, girl was like, I need lashes. So I was like, okay, well, I mean, I only brought something for my little setup, but girl, you can have them, girl. You can take anything you need, right? Okay? It's most of where that came from. So, you know, that's just where I'm at right now. Um, trying to expand and grow. Um, it's been two years, and it's um, I've been blessed for these two years, and, you know, I keep, I keep on getting get backs or whatever, and I always sell out, and people are really, really supportive. I love my people. They really, really support me, and... Um, I just felt like it was time to, you know, expand and come up with something different. And that was it. You know, you know, I'm always doing something, girl. Yes, you. Oh, oh man. Mm -hmm. Look, when, when I met, look, look I, I've known coming here. Like, God, don't go back there. We ain't that old. We ain't that old. Right. We ain't that old. That old. <laughs> but I, I was sick. Uh, she was performing. 
She, I remember she used to spin freestyles. Oh my God. So, Tootie, what made you like take a break on the music to move over to, you know, selling merchandise and so forth? Well, what made the switch? Um, well, if you, well, you know, like I know, it's been a lot, a lot of shenanigans in music in the industry. So when I first started doing music or whatever, it was real fun. It wasn't, you know, it was a lot of, it wasn't a lot of politics involved. Once you get a little deeper in it and you start to get, you know, a little further into the rabbit hole, it's a lot of politics and a lot of just like weird stuff that you kind of have to deal with. And um, I just didn't feel like dealing with that anymore. I just didn't, you know, I became unmotivated. It, become, it became unfun. It became more of a a hassle than, you know, a job, you know, your job should be fun and what you do, you know what I'm saying? And, um, yeah, that's just basically what it was. Like it, it, it came, just came to a point where I just kind of wanted to just, you know, be a free spirit and do a music. And it was like so much other things compounding that, like I couldn't even, I couldn't even go to the studio with my homeboy without my homeboy trying to get at me. And I just want to do music. You know what I'm saying? I don't want that stigma, the sexual stigma to it. You know what I'm saying? And um, I want to say that at the time I really started getting into music, Nikki had broke out on the, on the scene, which made which made the, the industry, again, based on, like Kim did it, sex. Sex, 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 sex. Booty out, titties out, sex, sex, sex. I, I'm not a, I'm a conscious person already. I was never like that. So I wasn't getting ready to, you know what I'm saying, flip the scripts for the industry to be something that I wasn't. And I already knew that because I was a conscious person, people weren't going to accept, they, were, they weren't going to accept that. You know what I'm saying? Only a, a few people, you know what I'm saying? Only a few people were going to accept that and, you know what I'm saying, and rock, and rock with it. But even then, those people still like a, like a negative low vibration. I didn't want to ride on no leg, negative low vibration. And that's what a lot of music is today. It's just a lot of negative low vibration and people aren't even really paying attention to what they're rocking to. It's a lot of negative low vibration. And I just didn't want to vibe to it no more. I just, it became unfun. And so I always did hair. I always did makeup. I always was behind scene. Even when I was doing music, I was always behind scene. So it was nothing to just close one gate. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm still in it. You know what I mean? As long as I'm still in it, I'm good. So I'm still in it. I'm just not I'm just not going to conform to people and then I don't want to not be accepted because people don't want to listen to the truth. Like yeah. that is so frustrating that people will just don't want to listen to the truth. You would rather accept something that is just false and just, just to rock to it. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to listen to it, absorb it, accept it. You know what I'm saying? It just it just didn't make any sense and it just became unfun and just like really kind of unattractive. Mm -hmm. Just kind of unattractive. Like when you have people following a certain pattern, like it just becomes unattractive. It almost wants it's like I'm not even that kind of woman. I'm not even that kind of woman. You know what I'm saying? Like so based on that, and I just didn't want to just it it's it was unattractive. it just became unattractive. Yeah. So I just stopped because the music industry can really drag you somewhere that you don't really want to be and can keep you there for long and you need to expect to be. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I don't want to be drugged into that. And I felt like that was the way that it was pulling me to go. And I just didn't want to go that way. Were you not ever, um, it may, I don't know what where you were initially, but did you ever consider like 
moving forward just as an independent artist and then just doing like small venues and intimate things for people that you know have a true connection to your art and then just do it that way instead of maybe on a larger scale? Um, no, in a way, in a certain way, because it's how, that's how we was coming up, like in the shipping circuit, that's kind of how it was back in the day. Shows were very intimate. They were small, they were intimate or whatever. Um, but no, I never thought about just like kind of doing my independent thing and going out and kind of doing it like that. Um, I feed from other artists. So like. That was a, that was kind of like the thrill for me was kind of like doing it with people who I know we were on the same level and we were feeding off each other. And to me, that was a bigger scale of of, 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 of being fed. You know what I mean? You're feeding off for me. You're feeding off for her. You're feeding off for her. We're all together. That's like a big chunk. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to just me, I'm just a little bite. You know what I mean? And I'm like that anyway. I'm a team player. So I, I, the independent thing, music-wise, I didn't... I didn't come in like that, so I didn't see myself like that. You know what I mean? I came in as a part of a group. I was my own independent person, but it was still like a group thing. Yeah. And then when I broke off to be my independent person, I ended up being in, in a group. It was a two-man two group. And then, you know, we rocked like that. And that was a, that was a really good energy. And then just after a while... Um, I had even invited other female artists on, you know what I mean? And then that was just a lot of energy that is, a lot of us couldn't really deal with at a time, you know what I mean? It was like eight of us at one time, and that was a lot of energy, you know what I mean? People were people were accepting it, but it was a lot of energy, you know what I'm saying? And women, we hold a lot of energy. So, like, just to be in that type of female energy like that, where not everybody was on the same page and just dealing with a lot of the energy that was being um, brought back to us because it was really positive. It was really good. It was really good. It was called Valley Girl Music. We was like doing shows. We were all independent artists. We were doing shows together as as a group, you know, and, and at the time it was really good, but it only lasted so long because it was so much energy that nobody knew what to deal with it. You know what I mean? And it was pulling people in different directions and that was unattractive. You know what I mean? So I came to a point where I was like, I'm going to rock with this. When I first got in, I'm going to rock with this group. Oh, these are my people's like this. Oh, then I had to break off with these people now just with this person. And then I, I was rocking like this. And then maybe I need something new. So because of the way that it was, it was like the men thing because it's real male, male dominated. So I was like, yeah. I'm just going to do all girls. We're going to rock. I mean, all girl producers, all girl rappers. We're just going to rock. We're just going to be feminist. That is a lot of energy. You know what I mean? So just trying to be in something like that, that was a lot of energy. And over time, because of the way the, the I guess the barrels were turning, it just became unattractive. It became more work than fun. And like the reception I was getting back from it was, it wasn't too positive. So it just kind of made me like, well, I'm already doing what I'm doing anyway. I already got a background. So I'm going to spin off and just, you know, continue doing what I'm doing. And, you know, a couple years later, not too many years later, I fell in line with Sugar Tea and started doing her makeup or whatever. So it all worked out in the end for me. But the music itself, that industry, I mean, like you really have to be able to create a lane. You know what I'm saying? You have to be stern in your ways and really be able to create a lane that people are going to accept you for or they're just not. It's either they are or they're just not. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. That's so true. That's so true. I think that's what the struggle is with a lot of artists. I think that Megan Thee Stallion is too educated to just be promoting herself and projecting sex. I think that she has a, a platform to really to bring young women in on a positive note. We don't all have to be shaking our butts. We don't all have to be making money for cat. You know, we don't all have to be doing all of that. We don't all have to be bitches. We don't all have to be hoes. We don't. All, she, her platform is too huge and wide. You know what I mean? And she's too educated. Like you can change the narrative. It's nothing to change the narrative. Lauren Hill's one album is still popping twenty five years later. You just have to change the narrative. You feel what I'm saying? Like, and I think that once you, like I said, once you get accepted for some way, it's gonna be hard for if she wanted to change the narrative. It will be hard for her to change the narrative because of the way society has already accepted her for what she projected onto them. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. the way that I was doing it and then, you know, consciously you start consciously changing and then you know, you see things for what they really are. And I knew that what I wanted to say, then nobody want to hear what I wanted to say because I wasn't about to say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That makes sense. Damn. It's, and, and, and like you said, today you know, the music game has changed and, you know, the, the game's overpopulated with female rappers. Now, right? Ten years later? Is it crazy? I remember when it was nothing. It was us. It was nobody. Exactly. And, and people yes. to work with female rappers because they're just like, we, would, we just don't know how to market you. You know what I mean? But when Nikki came on, that actually sparked a lot of and then a whole bunch of female rappers started coming but you know, I think just in general, yeah, you're right. Message to represent the black queen. Just change the narrative. It can still be party music. Just change the narrative, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about male rappers, though? Like, don't they kind? I mean, you know, the, the newer rappers today. What about them? Are they sending out positive messages to young black men, or is it kind of just similar to female rap, where it's just like you know? <laughs> Pretty, man. It's it's out. First of all, what you talking about? Right? You talking about mainstream music? Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. That. The, the, there's music out there. There's good music out there. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You just have to be the type of person that's following it, supporting it. Right. It exists. It's out there. Right. About the masses and what's out there. Of course, that's not what what's popping. Right. It's it's available. It's definitely there. It is. It is. It don't get the push. Like she said, you don't it don't get the push as as the popular music does because you are I y'all can probably all three y'all speak more to it than I can, but you know who's in charge of the industry. Now, nobody's in charge of your mouth and your pen, right? So you can do what right. you want, which is why I kind of right. the whole um, independent thing. But yeah, when you need that big machine behind you, they don't want to hear that. They're not trying they to don't. put millions and millions of dollars behind what's going on. Push black people in positivity, unless a little bit that's out there is gonna put that much money in their pocket because they hit some little market. And but overall, that's not it. So you know who's in charge. You call them your gatekeepers, you whatever you want to call them. I don't care. Right. They gonna keep on promoting the people that's 
Mm-hmm. Take this lean, shoot this coke, whatever, blah blah blah. I know you don't shoot coke, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying though, like do what, do what it's told, do what you're told, and we're gonna keep putting yeah. money behind that machine because that's beneficial to their agenda, right? So yes, it's out there, but that's not what was being. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, ingested. You know, that's not you know that's not what we really at the end of the day really be want to ingest. Like Kanye said it best when he said that you know he changed his narrative because he found out what the frequency that what he was producing and what he was producing was low vibrational frequency. You know what I'm saying? The 808 is a low vibrational frequency. When you feel it, when you hear it, you want your pelvis to move. You feel it down there, as a like, as opposed to like when you hear church music, you hear it from up here. Like the frequency is different. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Those things. When you start to really become conscious about what you're really doing, and like I said, music is fun at first. It's like fun. You just rapping, you rhyming words over a beat or whatever. And if you're not really conscious of what you're saying, you're just kind of saying fun words and you're rhyming them and stuff like that. But yeah. as time gets on and you figure out that you you actually have something to say and people are listening, if you really want to change your narrative, you start being com- you start becoming conscious conscious about what you're saying and like you really want you know what I'm saying you really want to make an impression on people about what you're saying and why you're saying it and you know and that kind of thing like you know what I'm saying like it just became more than just shake my ass get some cash you know what I mean it just became more for that more than that to me at the end of the day like I felt like I wanted what I was saying to have like a positive impact on somebody and like possibly make a difference possibly make you think possibly you know what I'm saying as opposed to just dance to it right quick at least you thinking about it at the same time while you dance to it like I feel like a lot of rappers these days it doesn't matter like it doesn't matter mumble rap well you don't even know what you're saying um you know what i'm saying like it kind of just doesn't matter and 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 until like somebody conscious is makes a platform to like really kind of change the narrative until we you know make a stance on changing the narrative if they're calling us bitches if we don't want to be called bitches then we need to say that and stop calling each other bitches or whatever may have you you know what i'm saying like the narrative just kind of has to change behind them like what's going on like it like it it comes in time or like now we kind of don't want to be called bitches no more we kind of want to be called queens or whatever like so we kind of like have to change the narrative somewhere and yeah. you know get down people who are changing you know who want to change the narrative otherwise like she said the masses is just the masses and what's on the radio is what's on the radio it's mainstream is mainstream also too the thing is you know as artists if you're really true to your craft you want longevity you don't want you, want yeah. you know what i mean you don't want that just that one booty you want to be able to evolve from that yeah <laughs> Yeah, so, totally. Um, yeah, totally. Yeah, oh, most definitely. Well, y'all, totally. uh, I'm gonna wrap it up. Uh, <laughs> sorry to keep y'all on for so long, but y'all had some good shit. Y'all was talking. <laughs> 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 um, any last words you want to say to promote uh, eyelashes, promote your line, your brand? Hold on, I'm about to put them on right quick. Let me put these on right quick. Let Give me like 60 seconds. I'm gonna show you how to put them on right quick. I'm gonna show you how to put them on. Get at your girl, Julia B. Lashwear. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. You get at your girl. 
It's nothing. And what kind of lashes are these? Uh, these lashes are the, these are the 50s or the 44s. They're like medium thicks. Um, I probably, because I'm putting them on right now, I probably would just end up wearing them like an everyday thing, just because that's how I get down. But I only wear like super big babies. Mm -hmm. oh, nice. When I do like a full face of makeup. Otherwise, like, my everyday wear would be like some regular little baby lashes. They're not all crazy. So the glue is on. Is the clock on? Y'all ready? Yep. Ready. Okay. Damn, she did that quickly. You know, I was just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> One. So you just lay it on your lash, right? Literally lay it on your lash. Lay it because it's laid. It ain't even stuck yet. See, it's just laid. Got your tweezers. Grab the tip. Stick that thing on there. Boom. Pretty. Uh, <laughs> oh, do give them a little. Was that 60 seconds? That was like yeah, that was 60 seconds. And then you just have to dry. So, there you go. That's Julia B. Lashwear. Since we on here being special guests, I had to do that one good time. Get at me, ladies. It was nice talking to y'all. I love all y'all beautiful queens. Thank, Thank you for having me. I'm sorry I was late. I just had to do my thing. You know your girl's a hustler. I'll be doing my thing. <laughs> Thank you so much for everything you had to add to the conversation. And it was no problem. a pleasure. Thank you. No problem. Anytime y'all need another special guest, holla at your girl. If you need to add on, holla at your girl. I come in. I talk to y'all. It's nothing. <laughs> I love y'all podcast. Keep doing your thing. Thank, Thank you. you. Uh, we'll see you this Saturday. We'll see you this Saturday. We're ripping the runway. Y'all better come through for the summer, uh, for the summer fashion show, okay? Come through. Kelda and Chuck is hosting. Y'all come through. Uh, support Black Business is $40. We about to have some dope, dope, dope fashion designers on the runway, and we doing that thing. Diamond, I need to see you on the next fashion show. Stop playing with me, chocolate. <laughs> Okay, that's I'm missing my sis. I'm like, we're diamond at. We're we're diamond at. Yeah, cause diamond's supposed to be there walking. Be you there. ain't retired. I'll be walking. I'll be there with you. Oh, okay, <laughs> you ain't retired. Okay, no, I didn't retire. <laughs> and Brandy there too. Shoot. Yeah, Brandy too. I'm babysitting. You ain't. Uh, you ain't retired. I'm full of kids this weekend. I'm gonna have like five little girls with me. Oh, okay. Yeah. And a dog. Yeah. And a dog. Yep. Tea time. But you know, tea like, time. When, I, when I don't have the babies, I, you know, I know I come and I support if I don't have them kids. So. Okay. Yeah. Kids come first. Yeah. Julia B. Ashware, everybody on Instagram. Satin bonnets, cotton bonnets, lashes. Get at your girl, man. All right. All right, so that was Julia B. You know what I'm saying? My girl doing her thing. Uh, thank you, Simon, for joining us as usual in the conversations. And uh, we're going to see y'all next time.
Thank you. All right. Diva Talk Podcast. See you guys later. Bye. Peace. Oh, yes. Yes.